This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. It's not just the thought that counts. It's your thought. Because no matter how much time you spend picking out the perfect gift, the only thing they'll really care about is that it's from you. Here's to experiences they'll continue to cherish. Season after season. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Are you okay? <laughs> What's going on, fellas? Uh-oh. It's time for TSS Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm the Commissioner Cooper, and I am stuck. <laughs> it's Chuck. <laughs> Look at him. We're back with this again. We oh, can't man. hear you, and you're skipping. So um, we may have to close out and go in again. Oh, he's gonna. He must be using his internet instead of using the phone internet. Uh oh. Or or Robbie's downloading material mm. that he should be downloading during the show. Yeah. Tell your son get off Pornhub. Hey, 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 hey! I didn't go there. I just said he's just downloading, <laughs> just downloading stuff. Yo, Baker Mayfield is bad. And bad, not good, right? Bad is yeah. terrible. That is, yo, he's one of seven twenty yards. He got one completion of Landry. That's it. Well, Austin Hooper did drop one right in the middle of his hand. So, I mean. Yeah, uh, I guess. Ben ain't playing too good either. I bet at least he's seven of 12. I mean, it's only 19 yards. He's doing dinks and dunks, huh? He just one yard, two yards. Uh. Well, yard, 14, yard. yards, 14 yards went to Claypool's. So, the other five receptions for five yards. Yeah. He's going to make it. Yeah. Hey, a, what? hey, hey! Did you get my pick that I that, that I sent you? Mm-mm. We crossed the Brooklyn, oh, Brooklyn. Bridge. A, yeah, you worked it. Brooklyn. Yeah. You, nice. That's something well, you always we, we we also went to the Nets game too. Oh, did you go to the Nets game? That must yeah. be packed. That must, I have never done that experience. That's Dude, my dad's team. The subway drops you right off in front of the arena. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, it, um, Penn, uh, Penn Station too. It uh, drops you on the Madison Square Garden. Well, yeah, that's, because that's, it's, it is underneath the Madison Square. It's underneath. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. This this guy, man. Let me see here. Hold on. Oop, let's get that out the way. Okay. So wait, wait, wait. Is my thing like slow? What quarter is the game in? How much uh, time? Second quarter, eleven oh four to go. Oh, there you go. Okay. Oh, there you go. They're about to score. They're about to score. So, um, this might be in the outtakes that he might uh, put in. All righty. Can everybody hear me now? Yes. Thank God. All right. It's Commissioner Cooper, and it's finally time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah. All right, yeah, my, yeah. my dad. I don't. I don't know if you guys how much you've been talking about uh, while I've been gone, but uh, my apologies for the internet. Yes, you're correct. I went on the regular internet, not on the phone, and it kind of screwed me up. So sorry about that. So let's get things started. We have a busy show tonight. Welcome to the studio, Nick. You got flandered, Macaronis. Welcome back from New York. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. It was a great, well-deserved vacation. And, um, you know, I do want to take a moment of silence um, for a non-football-related uh, death. I want, to take a sil- I want to take a moment of silence for Betty White. I Betty want to take a moment of silence for Betty White. I love Betty White. 
Okay. And you ruined it. And you ruined it. Thank I, you. I do love Betty White, though. I yeah. really, really do, man. Yeah. yeah. She, um, Betty White was an icon, for sure. She's like, yeah. when you lost Dan Lee, that was the next one with Betty White. Like... Nick, Nick, seriously, thank you for being a friend. All right, let's also welcome to the studio Fred the Jester Reyes. Welcome, my brother. We go down down the road and back again. Thank you. Thank you very much for being here today. Kind of sad this today. I lost my championship. Ooh. (laughs) I can't wait. The funny thing is I was going over fantasy leader. And the first thing that I was looking at was like, damn, Freddie actually got both of those guys. Most of these guys. As you may Play hear, we are having technical difficulties right now. There is a on his thunderstorm coming through Orlando right now. <laughs> but he doesn't live in Orlando, so, so that doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, look at that touchdown. Oh, yeah, you're about five minutes behind. Really? Yes. Um, don't <laughs> smoke. Yeah, they scored. Deontay Johnson scored. Yeah, yeah. So, anything big in the news? Anything happened recently in football that we that you want to talk about, Fred? Yeah, you want to talk about Antonio Brown? You think he messed up his whole career? Do you think? Do you think? I don't want to talk about him, but that's your guy. Do you think he will ever play football again? Not my guy. Um, You know, sad to say, you would want to take him on high ground (laughs) and for him to learn some responsibility. Yeah. What, what is that laugh? When do we invite the Joker? Oh, he's he is behind. That's why. Uh, okay, I'm late. Did, I keep you going. You're talking about Tony Brown. You Go know ahead. what I heard today though? I was watching. Um, uh, it was either TMZ or something. And they was like, well, "Do you think there's a power struggle with the Bucks? Because as soon as everything happened, Brady was like, "Well, we should feel compassion for him." Blah blah blah. What well, Bruce Arian was like. He's no longer a buck. He's done. No, I don't think there's a power struggle. Okay, so let me try and go back to my earlier statement. You want him to learn responsibility. I think, you know, obviously me as not being a mental health expert, but there's something going on there. Um, I don't think uh, he gets to where he is to the way he treats people. I mean, I think something's been happening the last couple of years ever since – the whole debacle in 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 Pittsburgh. I wouldn't honestly also be surprised if he's got some CTE going on. I heard that too. Uh, it's too bad that we can't test uh, when you're living. But as far as the mental health aspect, um, it's just apparent that that he needs help. And just the way he treats people, everybody in in his life seems seems to get the shaft in in one way or another. And I would hate – I would like to say, yes, he's played his last game. But, you know, somewhere out there, somewhere, someone's going to say there's, there's going to be some coach who's going to take all the accountability and all the responsibility away from him and put it on himself and says, I can fix him. I can fix him. So I, as badly as I would like to say, yes, he's done, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets one more shot. I mean, think of a team where – Choice is as bad as they are. If they're gonna give him a contract and then he wants to play, go play when he wants to play. See, and the thing is, too, you can't help somebody that doesn't want help. So, until he comes down to that rock bottom status and say, I mean, I need help, I'm usually no one's gonna help. Him. I mean. I'm usually as optimistic as you, Nick, but in this particular situation, I just see Antonio Brown being done. Quite honestly, like, I mean, you take what coach is going to take a risk of having a player taking his 
jersey off mid-game and leaving. It's just unprecedented. I've never seen well, – obviously, we've never seen anything like that happen. I just don't see anyone taking a chance. I don't know. I mean, uh, quite of course, I mean, any logical person would say he's done. And any any logical person would say, yeah, he's got to own his own his actions and own this and own that. But, I mean, this is, this is football. And he's still got some talent. And if he gets fixed, he can help the team win. Yeah, we didn't, I didn't get to lead the story good enough, too. The, the thing that's so interesting about it is the whole backstory behind it. You know, he's, he's saying, and I believe Greg tweeted it out, too, that he's saying he was too injured. He felt too injured to go back into the game. And Bruce Arians is basically like, all right, well, if you don't want to go back in, get the hell out. Is But now they're saying that Bruce Arians is saying I never – he never said anything about being hurt. And then I read right before we went on on ProFootballTalk.com um, that they he had mentioned the story was that as of right now, you know, all this talk about him being released, he's not officially released at all. No. The Bucks still have him. He's still on their roster. They're actually wow. – the story reads that they are wanting more to keep him on the roster, um, possibly suspend him for what happened versus firing him. Um, and then – which makes sense business-wise – because as you mentioned, Nick, if there is a team out there willing to take that, then business-wise, that makes sense because now you have clout um, over them as far as business-wise. But go ahead, uh, Fred. I know you want to chime in. Uh, no, uh, I didn't even know that. I, I didn't. I thought he was off the team already. The way Bruce Arians went and talked on the uh, when he was uh, at the podium, he was like, he is no longer a buck. I mean, I thought he was done. I'm done with it. I'm, uh, there's too many chances. See you later. And that's why I said, well, then you had the Tom Brady come over, like, oh, you know, let's be compassionate, let's see what's wrong. So, I guess, I guess that I can see them still being on the on the roster. I guess, like, I just found out through from Jason. So what you what you heard was emotion and a coach, you know, obviously pissed off right after a game, and then what we're now hearing is an owner in business stepping in, saying, hey, wait, you know, wait. I, I realize what's going on here, but this is a business. Can't take it personal. Yes, I get it, man. That was a, a horrible thing he did, but he still has value. So we're going to keep him and figure out how to how to work this out if we can. Um, but let me play ahead. this one. Let me play this one. If the Bucks do bring him back, what does that say about Bruce Arians? Does does he walk away? Does he say, "Look, you're undermining me as a head coach"? What you what I say, I lay out the ground rules, and you don't back me up. It totally undermines me as a head coach. Why should I even be here? Well, I would I would think it in this respect. Let's I it, I think they keep him on the the roster. He doesn't play the rest of the season. This is just in my thoughts. He's basically anyway. deactivated. And then next season, whatever. I don't know if he's under contract now. I don't know the whole contract situation, but you know, I think as of now, they they have value in something and they don't want to just let it go. I mean, who does in business? It doesn't make sense. So um, to me, that makes some more sense business wise. Um, you know, Antonio Brown though, head case. I don't see him playing anywhere. It doesn't make he's he's just cuckoo bananas. All right, um, let's move on though. Talk about the same team, Ronald Jones. Um, big disappointment this weekend because he hurt his ankle. So um, we're just going to talk about, um, you know, most of the team, most of leagues uh, basically are done, but there are some leagues that extend into it. So we're just going to discuss some injuries. These are guys who probably um, you're not going to be playing next week um, due to some of these injuries like Michael Carter. He's under the concussion protocol. Not sure if we're going to see him. Had a great first uh Half, by the way, and congrats too, by the way, Fred. While you're on here, to you Jets. I mean, played a great game against the Bucks. Um, really impressive. We see the all. light. We see the light with Josh Wilson at, at the end of Zach Wilson at the end of the tunnel with his light. Right. Yeah, it must be a light far away because you don't even know his first name. Um, love talking about <laughs> Joe Burrow. <laughs> Joe Burrow back to back big games, but tweaked his knee at the end. Shouldn't be a big deal though, but um, I know if you were watching the game, you kind of I was I was even like, oh no, because look, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we're getting into the playoffs, and I want all these teams healthy at this point, you know, to see them. I don't want to see the Bengals go in the playoffs with a backup. Um, love to see Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase uh, into the playoffs. Damian Harris uh, looks like he reaggravated his hamstring during that game. That's why you saw Rashad Stevenson step up a lot uh, in that particular ball game. So that's just of note. Um, Kyle Pitts hurt his hamstring in that game, um, but big note to him. I think oh, I forget the stat now. I had it in my head and I forgot it. 
Uh, first thousand yard tight end since some year. I think it was 2014, I think, or something like that. And then first rookie to go for a thousand yards. So uh, just to bring that up. Well, he was, uh, Mike Ditka was the first. Or something. I don't remember. It was some stat, Nick. I, you know, it was something I brought up and I had it, I had it in my head. And when the show started, I forgot to write it down. So my bad. So, hey, listen, if you're listening to us, there's some cool stat. Go look it up. <laughs> Google it. Um, Michael Gallup, uh, unfortunately, tore his ACL on a touchdown catch. Um, I mean, that's the way you want to go out if you're going to go out some way. But sucks. Um, he's actually going into a contract year. Um, excuse me, going into free agency. So what a shitty injury to have right before going into free agency for Michael Gallup. Yes, sir. I don't know if this was a stat, but yeah. Gallup Pitts breaks Julio Jones's franchise rookie record for receiving yards in a season. Wasn't that. It was some, It was an NFL one. Some in the NFL overall. I will continue to look for it, sir. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you saving me on that. Ricky Seals-Jones. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but man, what a crazy injury this was and I mean I was more concerned for the cameraman um you know while we were watching it you know he catches the ball and runs right into the cameraman both of them are on the ground um had to be carted off um he has a neck injury so they're checking that out like like I said really freak injury happened there um and Devontae Adams um talk right now this is not injury wise but going into next season their backpackers are looking to franchise um, Mr. Adams next season. Um, you know, we're talking about him and Aaron being free agents. We had a lot of talk, obviously, in the offseason about Aaron. Um, so, you know, let's see what the Packers do in the offseason, obviously now after um, franchising Devontae Adams. Um, all right. Wow. So, Nick, anything on that stat before we move on? Uh, here's what I got. I got uh, Mike Dickens. Uh, record is 60 years old. Uh, he did had a 1,076 yards 60 years ago. And uh, Pitts was the first rookie ever uh, tight end in NFL history with 60-plus receptions and 900 yards last week. Okay. So I don't know if that's what we were looking for, but that's what I got to find in the amount of time that you <laughs> – <laughs> All right, so as as our show continues on, I will uh, attempt to look that up as well. Um, so tonight, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we don't have a show tomorrow night because like we're wrapping things up. So we are going to do a special Champs or Chumps tonight. We're going to do it between Fred and Nick, and we're going to talk about some end-season awards. So I'd like to see some, some um, banter regarding um, Rookie of the Year, um, and some other stuff that I forgot, but once I pull it up, I'll remember. So we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we will have a special Champs or Chumps. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. What's up, TSS family? This is Mike, the straw that stirs the drink. Now, I know we all have our own ways of grading talent on fantasy football. A huge part of it much like in life, is passing the eyeball test. You always have to look your best so that you could be at your best. That's why I go to Underground Cuts Barbershop in Orlando. Rob and the boys have been making ballers in Orlando look their best so that they can be at their best, on the field or on the air. Nobody performs miracles like the barbers at Underground Cuts. So go check them out. They're at 1005 West Oak Ridge Road, Suite 6, 32809, or give them a call. 407-858-0080. Underground Cuts, a proud sponsor of TSS Fantasy, the fantasy show of the people. 
Mike, I know that took a while, but I'm proud of you making that commercial. You sounded so good when you did it. Great job. He did. He did. Great he did. job. Great job. All right. Time for, I don't want to say it's the last one because we got a few shows. Maybe we'll have a, a fun champs or chumps during playoffs or something. But at least for the regular season, this is the final champs or chumps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. All right. Round one. We're going to have you guys debate who is the comeback player of the year. Nick, you've been gone, so I'm going to have you go first. Sir, you're up for round one. Give us the comeback player of the year. Okay. Uh, I have chosen Dak Prescott. Uh, the reason why is because he's eighth this year in passing with a little over 4,100 yards. He's eighth in the league in th- with 32 TDs. He's tied for 11th with 10 picks. Uh, last year, without him, Dallas was 20. I'm sorry. They were, they were 6 and 10. In 2020, they were 6 and 10. In 2021, this year, they are 11 and 5. So that's a five game swing. So he is worth five wins. So that's why I have Dak Prescott as this year's comeback player of the year, especially with the way he he went out, gruesome injury. Uh, Maybe if it was a lesser player, could have been a career ender. But uh, he came out uh, right now. He's got Dallas leading leading that division. It's not hard. Freddie, you can do that. Uh, But uh, he's doing it with with outstanding numbers. Uh, I just think he's – I mean, as much as an Eagle fan as I am, I love Dak Prescott. I, w- I wish he was our quarterback. So, Freddie, I get leave it to you. I mean, that's a compelling case for comeback player of the year. Dak certainly impressive. Um, you know, we talked about him coming off that injury all in the off season. So, good argument there, Fred. Who you got for comeback player of the year? He got an he got an all right argument. Hey, that's all right. He got a stacked team. I, I'm going with Joe Burrow. When Joe Burrow got injured in 2020, he was on his way to be a prolific passer, okay? In his rookie year of 2020, he had, when he got hurt, 2,688 yards, 13 touchdowns, five interceptions, and his passer rating was 89.8. So what happens? He, he goes, heals up, comes back this year, and is only throwing for 4,611 yards, 34 touchdowns, 14 interceptions with 108.3 passer rating. Not only did he come back stronger, he's almost triple better than what he was. Um, he's going to end up with over 5,000 yards. He might hit 40 touchdowns. I mean, that's a comeback player. He doesn't have a, 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 a stack team like Dak Prescott with his famous running back, his great line, C.D. <laughs> Lamb, Amari Cooper, Dalton Schultz, and possible rookie defensive player of the year, and Micah Parsons. And my co-host, that one, always talked about Zach Taylor, about his coaching style. So, so, that is definitely comeback play of the year. Nick, what would you like to intervene with? I was going to give it to you about Zach Taylor because I've given him the the business. My guy, my guy doesn't know when to take a timeout. So he plays for Mike McCarthy. <laughs> and they're going to lose because of him. Uh, well, listen, um, compelling cases on both sides, but I just got to go with the flat out data. Bottom line is both, both guys were hurt last year. Both have bad injuries towards the end. So we'll see, let's just mark them even right now. Fantasy QB wise, Joe Burrow. Number five, Dak Prescott, number nine. Got to give the point to Fred. So good job. I got a on both sides. But, yes, Bill Burrow definitely would be ahead for my comeback player of the year. All right, so we're going to round two. It is rookie of the year. So I see the case for rookie of the year from both you guys. Fred, we had Nick start out uh, round one. It's your round. Let's hear your case for rookie of the year. Gotta put on my glasses here, you know. So, <laughs> Jalen Waddle. Let's start with this. How can you not be rookie of the year with 99 receptions, 988 yards, 10 yards per catch 
average and five touchdowns. And your quarterback is Tua Tagalogalaya. Okay, that guy can only throw to the left side of the field. Uh, that's all you say. Because it's true. Because it's true. Hey, we're not talking about Miami fans right now. But with such a limited quarterback, he's only in the second year. Let's give him this. But Jamar Chase, man. He is definitely the focal point of that receiving core, maybe of the whole offense. I mean, he kept Miami in a lot of games I've seen this year. Um, he is explosive, explosive, explosive. Yes, indeed. I uh, listen. You're not. You're you're barking up the right tree when you're talking about Jalen Waddle. Barking up the wrong. Now, actually, after this weekend, you're barking up the right one on the Tua uh, thing. We're gonna talk about him in a minute because I really I got a little rant about Tua and the Dolphins here shortly. Um, but we'll move on. Let's hear the case for for your rookie of the year, Nick. Okay, I got the perfect comeback for you, Freddie. Perfect. <laughs> How can you not be the rookie of the year when you got, uh, what'd you say, 900 receiving yards? 988. 988. That's pretty good. My guy, Jamar Chase, has got 1429. <laughs> That's called math. That's a little bit more than 988. <laughs> so let me just go through the whole gamut of numbers here. So he's got he's got 79 receptions on 124 targets. That's 20th overall, right? Uh, he's fourth overall in receiving yards, 1429, and he's second in touchdowns with 13. Okay, not only that, out of just rookies, just rookies. He's third in he's third in reception, first in yards, and first in touchdowns. Now, secondly, his team is going into the playoffs, and he's on a division winner. So the league is going to give the award to the best player on the best team. They're not going to give a reward, an award to somebody who's sitting at home on the couch. <laughs> so. Um... Listen, let me just say this. <laughs> if you now next week's show, I'm sorry, not next week. On Friday, I said we're gonna, you know, we're not having as many shows. On Friday, our show, you know, we're gonna talk about the week's act, the coming up Sunday's action and stuff. We're also gonna take a look back at some of the things that were said in the summer and some of the things were brought up. And if you would have listened to me way back when in the summer, I told you Jamar Chase, top 10 wide receiver. No doubt about it. You can mark it in a bank with Joe Burrow going to feed him. And he paid dividends fantasy-wise when it mattered. Big time. So, Jamar Chase, if you listen to us with Jamar Chase, you got yourself a title. Nick, you take round two. It's all about the data. And Jalen Waddle and Bump. What hat are you wearing? What hat are you wearing right now, sir? (laughs) That, hey, listen, I'm objective, though. I'm here to be objective. I can. It's okay. And plus, since you won round one, Nick has to win round two anyway. So, you know, you know how it goes. We're going into round three. So we only got one round left in Champs and Chumps tonight. I want to hear some compelling cases right now for fantasy MVP. Nick, you are up first. Who do you have for fantasy MVP? Well, uh, I know he's referred to as little, but I'm going to bring out my big Cooper Cup, okay, because he leads all players. That includes quarterbacks in fantasy points with 412.9. I'll throw that point nine in there, okay? In second place, which he leads by 34 points, is Josh Allen. The other guy who's having a monster, monster season is Josh Taylor. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, which he's 53 points over. And the next receiver is Devontae Adams, which he leads by 80. So if you got Cooper Cup, you're going to throw the saddle on his back and you're going to ride him into the end zone every single week. And you're going to pick up that championship cup because he is your MVP this season. I mean, compelling case, compelling numbers. Fred, who do you got? It's pretty tough, man. It's pretty tough. I'm going with the number third guy he just talked about, Jonathan Taylor. Now, let me tell you something. I, at the beginning of the season, I'm pretty sure Jason going to bring it up. 
Friday or one of these weeks about how bad I talked about Jonathan Taylor. I did not see this coming at all. He is the number one running back in the NFL when I wouldn't even think he might have been maybe top 10. 317 attempts, 1,734 yards. He has his average is what is getting 5.5 yards per carry. That means every time he runs the ball twice, it's a first down. Then you got 18 touchdowns to go along with 37 reception and 342 yards receiving. And here goes the kicker. Think, think about this. In the first three games of the season, he had a total of 171 yards, a little over 50 yards a game. In the first five, 327. Since then, since then, he has over 1,400 yards. Man, you can ask for more, man. You can't. You, you can't. Can't. Done. Ted, Jonathan Taylor. That's it. MVP. You can ask for 12 yards. So I, I'm going to, you know, listen, it's compelling cases, both, you know, in different positions. So it's hard to judge, um, you know, because, again, you're you're going off of uh, one position versus the other. But when it comes to um, certain things like Nick mentioned math, um, you know, at the end of the day, Cooper Cup right now is dominating. I mean, literally dominating. And. Again, I can speak from experience. I had Jonathan Taylor in the league. I did not win the championship. However, Mary Jane Cooper Esquire was in the, and if you don't remember the AFC South uh, podcast, we, uh, we actually were in a fantasy league with them. And our own Mary Jane Cooper Esquire won the championship with Cooper Cup. So at the end of the day, I got to give it to Nick for the last champs or chumps for the regular season. Fred, you just got Flandered. I just lost the Cooper Cup this weekend with, with Jonathan Taylor. Exactly. There you go. So that, how that plays out in real life as well. All right, so I don't usually play a lot of commercials, but we don't pay homage as we're wrapping things up. So I'm going to play one more quick commercial break. We come back, we're going to talk about our fantasy leaders from this week, and we'll talk about some of the matchups that happened. Nick, I know you sent me that video with Jalen Hurts. I do want to talk about that as soon as we come back as well, um, because that was actually pretty cool. Uh, We'll talk about that in one second. We'll come right back. Hey, Flanders here. Do you want to learn how to defend yourself, become more confident, and be more fit? If so, I recommend John Emmons Taekwondo in Kissimmee, Florida. At this dojang, you will learn an old art for a modern age under the tutelage of an eighth-degree black belt master, John Emmons. If you want the martial arts to be part of your life and you value hard work with high-quality results at reasonable prices, then John Emmons Taekwondo is the place for you. They can be found at EmmonsTaekwondo.com and you can call them at 407-931-1118. John Emmons Taekwondo is our number one pick for self-defense and we are the fantasy show of the people. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. 
So what's funny is that <laughs> tonight, what is that? Nilla wafer tonight? Many vanilla wafers. Many, many vanilla wafers, boy. Yeah, because during the season, if you eat too many, you get big. So I gotta keep it halfway. You know what? You know what? It would be. I think the mini ones would be better in banana pudding. Now that you're bringing that up. You, you know, know what? I am going to make it now that you said that. You're right. Yes, sir. Indeed. All right. So let's talk about real quick. What's really funny is that, Nick, I thought you just texted me, but it was actually Mayor Jean who texted me that. You had something else you were texting me. But she brought up the incident. I don't know if you saw that after the Washington uh, game with Jalen Hurts. Did you see any of that, Nick? Yes, I did. I thought that was one of his best moves of the day. That was so. That was super cool, super cool, Jalen. Uh, but what Mary Jane sent me was the NFL is looking into it. So it looks like one of the fans went to the emergency room. So you can rest assured some lawsuits are coming. Well, it's funny because in that article, I also read that the fans said that WFT didn't offer them any medical attention, didn't mm. offer them nothing like compensation, no um. Are you doing okay? Right. Can we get you some help? Right. Nothing. Nothing. Wow. Wow. Then, Uh-oh. And then. And then. You know what they did to the bar that fell? You know what they did to the bar that fell? They put it back up. They zip tied it to another bar. I'm literally repeating this as Mary. I'm going to repair it right now. Um, <laughs> so they zip tie. I mean, that's, I mean, ghetto rigging it. For ghetto sure. for and real. Feeling it. All right. All right, let's get on. We're going to talk about our week 17 fantasy leaders um, for this particular week. I'm trying to stall while I pull it up. Here we go. Leader of the pack. All right, so we want to talk about some of these guys on here, um, you know, as we go along. If you guys want to pick somebody out, please go ahead. The guy I'm going to pick out, though, is Mr. Trey Lance. And the reason why is because I told y'all if you needed a streaming option, this was your guy. He was ahead of guys like Herbert. I mean, uh, there was some other guy, Josh Allen. He was ahead of some premium guys this week. Um, it was a juicy <laughs> matchup. Um, and again, Look forward to Trey Lance next season as we as he progresses and moves on. He's a great athlete. Watched him a few times already this season. I really like what I see out of there. Um, Nick, anyone on here you want to talk about? And then I'll and after Fred goes, I'll kind of run through. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm going to talk about this guy in between my bites of uh, humble pie. Uh, I'm going to talk about Joe Burrow. Uh, I I called him. I was believe it was like the first or second week of preseason. Um, I, I called him a bust because of Jack Taylor, um, Zach Taylor, yada, yada. Uh, I was flat out dead wrong about that. Um, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow's the man. I mean, he, there's nothing this kid can't do. I, he's, he's just awesome. I mean, he doesn't have that good of, of an offensive line, but he seems to have ballerina shoes on back there, sidesteps this person, sidesteps that person, throws the ball. Um, number one down there? Yeah, sure. Let me throw it. So, again – uh, he's he's awesome. Uh, again, they better do Cincinnati better do everything they can. Number one, to put everybody they the best lineman they can put around him, and add depth to the line. Uh, Joe Mixon's finally coming back um, to what he, what he was before, and then of course he's he's got that receiving core. Um, and I can't wait to talk about somebody else on, on there that uh, Cooper hates. But you know they're they're doing extremely well with that young man. Keep it up. And uh, I'm going to finish my humble pie. Yeah, um, indeed. And, um, you know, again, Joe Burrow, back-to-back. I think it was the first back-to-back quarterback to go back-to-back 400 games. I mean, just really nasty stuff from Joe Burrow. Um, who do you like on there, Fred? Uh, well, no better way to get back on track at home by playing a scrub team like Jacksonville than old Mac Jones. Everybody was talking about he was hitting the the, the, the wall a little bit. But, you know, it, it, when your schedule has a team that's depleted, you know, coaching, coaches gone, they're going through their own turmoil, they come into your house and you drop 50 on them, drop 50, and then you throw for what? Let me, um, let me read this here. You throw for 227 yards, three touchdowns, QBR, a, a rating of – of almost a hundred, that's the way to get back. That's the way to do it. 
Yeah, it's nothing like Jacksonville to get the recipe to get you back on track for sure. So Joe Burrow, number one, Russell Wilson, two this week, Tom Brady at number three, Brett, uh, Dak Prescott at number four, Mac Jones, talk about him at five, Kyle Murray at six, Pat Mahomes at seven, um, and we got Aaron Rodgers, by the way. That was a, a great game last night by the Packers. Um, he comes in at number eight. Again, number nine, Trey Lance. Um, again, talked about him being a nice pickup, so uh, at least they he bailed me out. I appreciate that. Um, number 10, Justin Herbert, um, finishing up uh, with a pretty big, decent day for you know a lot of fantasy owners as well. Let's go on to the running backs. And let us a big surprise at the top. Rashad Penny, what a huge day he had um, with 30 points. So hats off to Rashad and the Seahawks offense getting right. But as you just mentioned, Jacksonville helps you get right. So does Detroit for sure. Um, Nick, anyone in here you'd like to talk about? Uh, You know what? I'm going to go for the easy one. I'm going to go for Boston Scott. Uh, you know, all this kid does is score touchdowns. I mean, he just he dances around. I mean, he doesn't pick up he doesn't pick up a whole lot of yards, but those are one of the most exciting yards you could possibly pick up. He could do thirty five yards a game, and he's going to run for eighty to get thirty five because he's running all over the field. I mean, he's he's a small, diminutive guy uh, as far as NFL stature goes. And he's just a gamer. He says, just, just give me the ball. I don't care where I'm going. I'm going to get there. You, you need eight yards. I'll get you 10. And he got him two touchdowns yesterday, hurdled over the dude in the end zone. I mean, the, he's special. I mean, he's a third He's a third string running back, and he plays like a number one. So just give him a line to run behind. He's small enough to where he can hide behind there. And then by the time you see where he is, he's already leaked out, and he's already jetting down the field. So um, good job with him. Yeah, he's um, – I kind of equate him to new Darren Sproles. I mean, not as small as Darren, but kind of in the same respect, though, same kind of type of running back. Um, Fred, who you like? Can you see me? Yeah. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going with Devils, Devin Singletary. Um, I don't know where this, this guy came from yesterday. Um, I, I seem like everybody that I played on this guy's championship team was in the top five. Devin Singletary was two. Elijah Mitchell was six. <laughs> Burrow was one. one. I was like, Jesus. And, uh, and I was like, I, you know, I, I felt like I was fighting the uphill battle, but – Hey, hey, guess what? Devin Singletary had a great game, um, as as well as Elijah Mitchell. I, I give, the, I commend both of them. Um, they just, it just happened that they run into two teams that aren't playing good football right now. You know, Houston and Atlanta. But you know, for Singletary, if he can keep keep this up during the playoffs, that's definitely going to help Buffalo uh, in during their in their chances in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean that's what they said. They said that there that there were two weeks ago. They said they were fully prepared for him to be the number one guy and they're showing it. They're not afraid to give it to him when it counts. Yep. I think he's finally earned that role feeling comfortable in it. Number two running back this week. Um, you know, we talked about Rashad Stevenson stepping up or Ramon Stevenson, excuse me, stepping up and replace the Damian Harris. Um, so he did, he did pretty well there. Fred's gone. See you later. Daryl. Uh, I think he's just trying to come back in and he's having some issues there. Um, AJ Dillon, Captain Thunder's eyes. We've been talking about this. The weather is getting colder and it is time to pound the football. It is AJ Dillon time. Um, so, yeah. and, and again, number at number six, kind of the same scenario. Deonta Foreman, big back coming, you know, showed Miami kind of what basically what time it was. Um, we were lucky it wasn't Derrick Henry, but in a lot worse, um, to be quite frank. Um, Boston Scott, number seven, uh, eight, Eli Mitchell. We'll talk about him. David Montgomery was my starter this week, came in at nine. Decent game for him. It was Giants D. Um, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Damian Harris, and Austin Eckler all came in uh, at 10. I believe the Jester is back here with us. All right, let's go on to fantasy receivers. So, again, Jamar Chase, that's the low-hanging fruit, number one this week. Um, unbelievable performance. I mean, if you had him in your fantasy championship, it feels good to have the gold. That's for sure. Cause uh, no doubt you had uh, won your title. Anybody on here, Nick, you want to talk about? I do. Uh, y'all, y'all gave me some flack when I said Al, uh, Alan Lazard had a connection with, uh, with Aaron Rodgers, dude. Um, he looks for him. Uh, it was a couple game games ago when he threw him uh, an open pass and, 
and Lazard dropped it, and they went, he went right back to him, and he caught it, and I watched an interview with him. He said that was the turning point for Aaron and I's relationship. Uh, again, uh, he is their deep threat. Um, he, I mean, he only gets maybe five, six targets a game. He'll catch four of them, and it'll be 80 and a score. Uh, he trusts them. So, again, I think everybody else is just go by the wayside now. The only thing is when um, when and if uh, Cobb comes back. Is Cobb on IR? Is Cobb, Cobb is Cobb? on IR. He was on IR. But, I'm, you know, I, he's not – I don't think he's coming back. I'm not sure – he's not coming back to this week anyway. Okay. So, again, that might eat into uh, Lazard. But, again, Lazard's just – he's there. He's steady. Indeed. Fred, who do you like on this list? I'm finally a little bit excited. <clears throat> I got a player of mine in the top 10, Braxton Berrios. I know, I, I, you know, let me tell you something. <clears throat> this man never had a real shot. You know, he yes, he's from the U. New England cut him. But this guy can return punts. He's small, quick, fast, catches the balls. He's fearless, comes over the middle. I love the way he plays. I, I All I can say is I can't wait. J- just like you said about Cincinnati, build, build out lineup, man. I want to see him, Elijah Mitchell. I mean, yeah, yeah whatever. Uh, I want to see uh, uh, Corey Davis. I want to see them all together. But I really like the way he plays football, Braxton Barrios. He is a football player. Yeah, like he's Elijah your, Moore. Elijah he's, Moore. He's your Elijah new Moore. he's your new Wayne Krebet in New York. Exactly. But I will I will say something really funny. Um, Braxton Berrios has not sniffed our rankings until this week, so I'm glad I put him in there. Only because when we were down there, um, I saw how much they were utilizing. Remember, they used him on the run mm-hmm. um, a few times. They're really trying to uh, feature him a little bit, so I put him in there. And a funny thing was. I had him kind of high looking at the Bucks, you know, secondary. But then, you know, as I filled it, I was like, eh, let me put him back a little farther. Um, but I should have kept him up there because what a great, great week he had. Um, St. Brown, he plays for the uh, <clears throat> the, Lions. the uh, Lions. This guy came out of nowhere, man. Mm. Yeah. I think I think they got something to look forward to. If Hawkinson comes back healthy yep. and, you know, they get a decent running game, this guy can catch the ball. Josh Reynolds, good as well. Nick, you called him out earlier this season as well. We've been talking about that as the season progresses. Um, Amante Brown, just been a target monster. Um, so he's been on talk as we went along. Mary Jane keeps raising her hand up. She also, um, thanks to me, picked him up uh, as well. So let's also let's talk about the list. Uh, Javar Chase, Amon St. Brown, DK Metcalf at number three, Devontae Adams at four, Braxton Berrios at five. I don't know what the first is. Wilkerson at number six. Uh, Aaron Wesley, I get oh, these were Bucks. These were Bucks receivers. Now it's dawning on me. The no-name Bucks receivers that someone had to step up uh, and do something. So uh, Cooper Cup at number eight. Here's another one. This is Grayson, Chris Grayson, I think, at number nine. Alan Lazard at 10, Hunter Renfro, Debo Samuel, and Jacoby Myers all kind of wrap things up at the end of that. So, somebody had to step up for the books because Antonio <laughs> Brown is sitting on the floor seats at the Nets-Grizzlies game right now. Oh, speak. my God. <laughs> like right now. That's embarrassing, bro. He's embarrassing. All right, let's talk about the tight end position. I know this kind of hurt Fred a little bit because we've been talking about this kind of hurts you in your championship We've been talking about Noah Fant, how he's been taking a step back. But we did actually this week, I was like, oh, this is going to be the week, you know, for Noah Fant, if there's going to be a week. But then I'm like, I talk myself out of it. I'm like, well, we say that every week, and then he never steps up. So for some reason, odd reason, he really stepped up this week. But one thing to note as you're looking, not a lot of big scores this week from the tight end position. Nick, anyone you want to talk about in the uh, top ten? My guy, Fersker, finally showed up. What the hell? Roll, roll dice. See what happens. Uh, yeah, he finally showed up. He did. He did a touchdown. Uh, you know, I mean, he. I mean, he took some away from uh, Jeff Swain, who also plays on on Tennessee. But uh, yeah, I was I was high on uh, first girl. I thought he was going to be good this season, um, and he thankfully proved me wrong. Uh, you know, I mean, not, not thankfully, but he did it. Emphatically, he proved me wrong. So, you know, I apologize. They went and listened to me about first group. But, hey, nice to show up. Indeed. Showed up at the right time. That's all that mattered, right? Uh, Fred, who you got on this list? Anyone you like? Uh, 
I wish I would have started Fant. That would have been nice. Uh, it, what I'm what I'm more surprised about is the 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 tight ends that didn't play big. Uh, Kelsey Andrews. These are these guys had eight points. You know, six points. It's like they, they were just middle of the pack this week. Uh, the tight ends didn't really produce. But uh, hey, man, sometimes it happens like that. Somebody has to step up, and here you go. Like your Cameron Brait, he's on there. The Bucks had to throw somebody, like you just said. Right. Yeah. So, um, and looking at the list here too. All right. Noah Fant one, Captain Rock at number two, uh, Fersker at number three. And to your point, when Fersker is ahead of Kelsey and Andrews, um, Goddard, Pitts, all those guys, and it's just not a good day, I think overall. So Kelsey at number four, Andrews five, Goddard six, um, Jeffrey Swain at seven. All over the Dolphins seem the tight end position. Cameron Brake, number eight, Kyle Pitts at nine, and Tyler Higby at number 10. All right, let's go on to the defenses, and we'll wrap it up with our leaders for the week. Um, talking, let me scroll down a little bit here. Number one on the list, the Bears against those Giants. Boy, they really dominated uh, Mike Glennon this week. Yeah, go ahead. go ahead, Fred. I know you're let a Let me tell you about guy, these, right? these Bears. The Giants should be in embarrassed they should be embarrassed and joe judge should be embarrassed this is my rant right now because i'm not even a giants fan but all my family and friends are and this is pathetic and then after you get beat up on you want to go to the podium and talking about my team doesn't fight with each other on the sidelines who gives a shit your team sucks you're talking about the washington and you got talent man you have talent i don't care if the quarterbacks hurt people have done better with backup quarterbacks you have a good running back good receivers i mean decent tight end i mean you don't have a scrub team joe judge and, and now he's like and then he goes after he says that about ft he, you know oh yes i can understand the fans you're trying to save your job you're trying to you know point out to the owner that you believe in this it's some bullshit you just took these people money this year <laughs> <laughs> nick who do you, anyone, i don't know i have to follow that one up um no. anyone you like on that list Oh, man, Atlanta showed up uh, against the Bills of all teams. Uh, they were, they've been the dogs of the fancy football season. They've just been totally awful. Uh, and they decided, you know what, we're out of it. we got nothing to play for. So let's go and play. Let's go have a good game. And, you know, they had, they had a couple sacks. They had a couple picks. So, I mean, they, they, had, a good, they had a good day. So uh, kudos to Atlanta. Uh, they're going to be making a lot of moves uh, this offseason. Uh, I think Mr. Ryan's going to be jettisoned out of there. I think they're going to uh, cut bait with him, and they're going to make a lot of coaching changes. So, yeah, that's interesting you say that, wondering where these types of uh, players like Matt Ryan, there's a couple of them, uh, the old vets are going to be out there in free agency, changing spots. So, you know, listen, we got, uh, we've got a lot of offseason. I'm sure we'll be talking amongst ourselves, um, you know, and, and seeing how this progresses because – the season happens right before you know it. In April, we're having the draft already, so we'll be right around talking about that for sure. I'm still trying to talk some football. I love it. I love it. Let's go. <laughs> Indeed. All right, let's take a one last quick break. We get back. We'll talk about some Flander floppies from the last week. Well, not the last week, but at least for championship week, week 17. We will be right back. Man, Kamish, must be hard trying to get us clowns to come together for the show. Yeah, especially keeping us motivated during the Jeffers snack breaks. It's almost like we need a counselor or someone to at least consult us because we don't know what we're doing. Luckily for us, we signed the best coach in the business, Vision Coach and Consulting. They have led the way for business professionals for over 20 years. Yeah, you know what? They offer business coaching, life coaching, and consultant services that can put you back on your track for your personal goals. You don't say, Nick. You know what? Check them out today at coachingandleading.org or on Facebook or Twitter at their handle, Coach Lead Win. Vision Coaching and Consulting, because every champion has a coach. All right. Well, this is the last. You're on. You're on mute, Fred. That that commercial killed me. As long as we can get to the justice last snack break, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh damn, I can. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, got I got called out by the commercial. Let me put it down. <laughs> put the little mill mill wafers down, bro. You're all right. 
right, let's talk about some Flander Flops. Gucci flip flops, make a kick rock, it's a big clock. Shake the wrist, watch, Gucci flip flops, fucking hit your bitch in the side. This a big Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think All right. I'm going to talk to Ken about making something, a, a song for that. See, may, something specific, maybe a little, maybe a little rip off that, that song. I think we're going to work on that for next season. All right, All right Nick, let's bring it up. Um, yeah. So I, uh, just before I get to the flop, I just want to mention, I just saw on the ticker tape on, on ESPN, uh, another, another Raider has been arrested for uh, DUI. So I, just, I saw that earlier, and I was like, "Do I even bring this up?" Right after up. the victory, they said, "Like, like a few hours later, like, yeah. come on, dude, Damn, like, bro, like for real." You just watched some dude like literally ruin his life. Like, I mean, unreal, unreal. All right, Nick, who you got for your flops this week? All right, uh, so a quarterback, I got Carson Wentz this week. Um, the reason why I pick Carson Wentz is because when he would come up big, he failed, uh, and I, I just I don't. I don't understand it. I'm trying to, again, I'm trying to give him props because I love the guy, but at the same time, sometimes his play just di- does not dictate um, or warrant some some uh, support. He was 16 to 27, 148 yards and a touchdown. He only had 11 points, but that's not really the crux of it. The crux of it is he should have played a lot better because he's still chasing the AFC lead. I don't know where they are. So I think they're ranked fourth or fifth seeded in the in the AFC. Um, it's there for the taking, and they're just not doing it. And they got to lean on uh, John Taylor so much. That's it. Wentz has got to step up, and he's got to make the big plays when he has to. Hell, he had a lucky touchdown when he threw it to uh, two guys that were covered, and it just happened to bounce off the uh, the the DB's hands right into uh, uh, T.Y. Hilton. Come on. So I got that. So my running back uh, is uh, Zeke Elliott versus uh, Arizona. I was I was on the plane. I didn't get to see. The, I didn't really get to see a whole bunch of the game, but he only had uh, 16 yards on nine carries. I don't. Oh, sorry. They were they were trailing the whole time. The um, uh, Dallas was trailing the whole time, which I think was awesome. Uh, and, then, and then he had he had one reception for 14 yards and one open field drop. I I saw that. And he only had four points. Uh, Jalen Waddle. Let me uh, let me add real quick to your duds or your flops sure. for this week. I just wanted to throw in a couple of big guys um, because again, championship week. You've rode these guys here, and they just screwed you over. Dalvin Cook, thirteen yards rushing. As you brought up Zeke Lele, thirty mm-hmm. to- it was thirty total yards. That's what he had. Ronald Jones, we talked about him. He got injured, not that, but 26 yards, and he had a great matchup, so a lot of people played him. Um, and Javonta Williams, the Denver running back who's played well this season, 3.7. He also just had 30 yards rushing. All right, go ahead. I mean, there was a lot to pick from this week. Indeed. Uh, just like last week. Uh, I got – sorry, Jay. I got your boy in here, uh, Jalen Waddle versus Tennessee. Uh, I blame a lot of this. I blame 99.9% of this on, on Tua because he – because as Freddie says, he can only throw to the left. Uh, he had three receptions for 47 yards against the Tennessee Titans, who got with the 30th-ranked defense against against the pass. So he had 7.7 points. Um, my boy, Dawson Knox, against Atlanta, had a big old goose egg. I, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know how that happened. Uh, like I said, Atlanta played well that played well this week, but you got to find Dawson Knox. All and right. then, um, uh, Freddie, you're going to love this one. The defense I picked for my flop was the Bucks against the Jets. They mm. give up 24 points. They had they gave up a sack, and they only scored two points for the fantasy owners. Uh, you know, I think they I think they literally overlooked the Jets. I think they just went up and said, "Look, we're just going to we're just going to you know wipe these guys off the field," and they got caught. And plus, they had the little drama. Yeah, a little scuffle on the sideline, so that so that didn't help. But yeah, um, the Bucks 
uh, came out with a big dud this week. Indeed. Um, just to add to your list as well, um, AJ Brown. Every you know he had that huge week previous week, um, five point one points. So he had two receptions for forty one yards. I mean that's what you got at AJ Brown this week. Um, you know it was a tough matchup anyway. Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown this week, three receptions, twenty eight yards. Uh, George Kittle, one reception, twenty nine yards. He got you. Wow. Uh, DJ Moore, he also been a darling earlier this season. Three receptions, 29 yards. So big flops when it mattered. Ugh, I know that's got to hurt. Oh. Fred, Fred, I know that hurts you the most. The biggest flop of the week was me. Why? Because I picked Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow to be a flop this week. And, and, <laughs> and he said, funny. why'd you pick them? I says, I guessed. Well, I guessed wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I said, I didn't think that they would come back with a big game like they did oh, last that's week. Right. I mean, that was, I, we were t- I guess we were a little too into the drinks. I forgot. So that's what you had came on. That's what yep. we had asked him about. Right? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. I remember so, that. Let yeah. me tell you something. Before we get cut off, you know, next year I'm gonna have that little segment of the the clown, ass clowns of the of the week because besides Joe Judge and and, and Antonio Brown, this guy Baker Mayfield must not want a job. It is halftime, and he is four of fifteen for fifty eight yards and in an interception. You could put one of them veterans like Matt Ryan on the team, and that could be a possible playoff contender. I, I definitely think so. They're looking at Derek Carr. Bullshit. We were about to actually get into that real quick before we go. So we were going to do a quick quick Monday Night Breakdown. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get that right in time. All right, so Monday Night Football, if you're looking for a miracle from any players, you are probably asked out because not a lot of fancy <laughs> points going on right now at all. Yeah, the uh, Pittsburgh defense, that's about it. Yeah, if you have, you have Pittsburgh D, you're looking good. That might get to the miracle. Right now, as Fred mentioned, Baker Mayfield, 58 yards um, and an interception. That's all you get out of him. He's not, he didn't even rush anything yet. Nick Chubb, 35 yards, and that is basically it. Um, I saw Dearness Johnson actually go off the field. Too. He had four rushes for nine yards before he limped off. Uh, and leading the way in the receiving core is Jarvis Landry having a Jarvis Landry night, three receptions for 36 yards. So that's kind of his MO, like 10 yards a catch. Um, ben Roethlisberger um, on his last night in Pittsburgh. Um, Nick, I know I know we got to get going because I know you got yeah. to slobber over the last second half. Um, 96 yards, a uh, touchdown and interception, no rushing for him. Najee Harris having a good night, though. 13 carries, 71 yards, three receptions for 18. So he is having a decent night. Deontay Johnson uh, got in the end zone. He's got six receptions, but only 18 yards, but the touchdown. So that's the game of the night. Nick, you got any comment on that? Because I know it's your boys. Any comment before we head out? Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. I'll, I'll save my comments to Friday. Let's see what happens in the second half. But Derek Watt. Derek Watt had his first carry in two years tonight. He he got one carry for one yard and got the first the first down. But yeah, right. um, Big Ben, it's time. I hate to see it, but it's it's time. You yeah. know what? You know, I'm, I'm kind of envious of you because you at least you got to watch Big Ben for what 17 years. We go and. When we picked Sam Darnold, we picked Rosen Mayfield and Darnold over Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. I haven't had a consistent quarterback since Cam oh O'Brien. O'Brien. Cam O'Brien was the last one I remember that was consistent. Boomer Sison. <laughs> Mark Sanchez. That's <laughs> quarterback in 20 years. He took you to an AFC title game. He did. With respect, he sure did. So, he beat hey. Pittsburgh. <sighs> With respect, he sure did. They definitely got they got far, just didn't couldn't do it all the way. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, they got to New England. All right, so like I said, show schedule a little different this week. Nothing on Tuesday. We will have a Friday show. Friday show will be a build up for this coming up week, and then we'll also have some fun lookbacks at our fun predictions over the summer. <clears throat> Call you know, obviously, some people get some glory, some people will get some. Dumbass awards as we go on. So we'll give out some awards for some of the things that were called out. Um, you know, we'll get to hear them. Those are always fun to look back on. 
All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you all. It's been a fun, fun season. I mean, it's not over by any means. We have a lot of fun stuff during the playoffs coming up. And then also during the offseason, we'll be doing some different little projects here and there. So just make sure you look out for us as well. Um, we also, and I forgot to mention it earlier, I'm going to partner up with Rave on Sports. Um, it's a new sports app, so we're going to do some things with them. Um, it's basically like a um, an app where you talk to fans. You know, I, I, like, for example, as explained to me, when you go on Twitter and, you know, you want to talk about a certain play that happened or, you know, something that happened in the Pittsburgh game, it's kind of hard to find a thread. Like, you know, you're like, oh, I hated that call. Well, this particular app makes that easy for you. You can find a particular team. It goes into the – there's a thread, and there's all types of comment that people are in there commenting, talking. That's where we will be on there doing – it's basically like a text app, though. We'll just be texting back and forth with fans, um, talking to them during the games, things like that. So it's um, we'll be partnering up with them and doing that. I'll probably be doing the Dolphin game, um, and maybe if the boys want to do one of the other games, they can definitely – I like it. I like it. I might be messing with the Jets. Let's do it. Yeah, so that'll be lots of fun. We'll, we'll talk about that uh, off offline, so we'll talk about that. All right. So anyway, I'll talk about that more on Friday because we want to plug that, get you guys involved with that as well. We appreciate you and we are out. Thank you, TSS. We love you. We love you guys. We're on a mission, mission. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.